Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Wednesday, September 28th. I'm Steve Baker. The pink tax is history. What's the pink tax? More on that in a moment. First, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, sunny, high near 80. Tonight, low 55. Tomorrow, 81 and sunny. Sacramento today, sunny, high 86. Tonight, low 58. Tomorrow, 88 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, today, mostly sunny, then sunny and breezy, high 72. Tonight, low 37. And Thursday, 71 and sunny. Placerville today, mainly sunny, high 85. Angels Camp today, high 87 and sunny. We'll start off with KVMR news anchor Joyce Miller reporting on the apparent end of the pink tax. Plus, she has an item on a local free vaccine day tomorrow. Joyce? Women in California should no longer pay a premium when purchasing toiletries and other products under a bill signed by Governor Gavin Newsom today that outlaws the so-called pink tax. Today's Sacramento Bee reports that Newsom was joined by members of the Legislative Women's Caucus and his wife, Jennifer, as he signed into law a package of bills intended to advance gender equity and protect the rights of women. AB 1287 by Democratic Assembly member Rebecca Bauer-Kahan of Orinda prohibits companies from charging different prices for products based on the gender to which they are marketed. The practice is referred to as a pink tax. Violations could cost companies thousands of dollars in fines. Critics of the practice argue that the disparities place a bigger economic burden on women and reinforce gender inequities and stereotypes. On Thursday, Connecting Point will offer free COVID-19 vaccines at its site at 208 Sutton Way in Grass Valley. The vaccines and boosters will be offered from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Walk-ins are accepted and appointments can be made online or by telephone. And this from the Sacramento Bee. The U.S. Forest Service has started a criminal investigation into the cause of the Mosquito Fire and seized equipment belonging to Pacific Gas and Electric Company, according to a filing to the Securities and Exchange Commission from PG&E. The utility saying in the Saturday filing that the Forest Service and CAL FIRE officials determined in an initial investment that the fire started in the area of the utility's power line on National Forest System lands and that the USFS is performing a criminal investigation into the 2022 Mosquito Fire. PJ&E also saying in the filing that the Forest Service officials on Saturday removed and took possession of one of the utility's transmission poles and attached equipment. The utility had previously disclosed that its equipment was being investigated for the blaze, which has charred more than 120 square miles in Placer and El Dorado counties since it began on September 6th. On Friday, residents affected by the Mosquito Fire filed a lawsuit in San Francisco Superior Court alleging that PG&E is again being accused of putting dollars over public safety. Law enforcement officials reported 78 hate crimes in Sacramento during 2021, triple the number that occurred in 2020, and more than any other year since 2003, new state data shows. The Sacramento Bee is reporting 26 of the crimes were classified as anti-black, according to the California Department of Justice. 22 were anti-LGBTQ, and 10 were anti-Asian. The rest were a mix of other biases. 
Pastor Mark Meeks of City Church of Sacramento in Oak Park says he's surprised the number of reported hate crimes wasn't higher last year. He believes the increase is a symptom of a deeper systematic problem. People have become more and more isolated, and the COVID-19 pandemic just exposed the hate produced by a fractured society. It just kind of revealed the underlying issues, Meeks says. It's like you took the sheetrock off and you really saw all the termites behind it. They were always there. Many of the crimes were serious. 17 were classified as aggravated assaults, and another 16 were classified as simple assaults. Four crimes involved arson, four involved robbery. Alexis Sanchez, director of advocacy and outreach at the Sacramento LGBT Community Center, says the recent spike is just a snapshot, and many hate crimes go unreported in the county. Sanchez believes there is an obvious correlation between the rise in hate crimes and the growing number of people nationwide joining right-wing extremist groups in the wake of the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. She said these groups are anti-black, anti-LGBTQ, and anti-Semitic. These extremist groups use social media to target groups, Sanchez tells the Sacramento Bee, such as the group of hateful protesters who this summer tried to force entry into a woodland bar where a drag event was canceled due to increased threats of anti-LGBTQ violence. It's a pattern of escalating rhetoric and violence, Sanchez says. And in the rest of the news... A California man was sentenced to four years in federal prison for fraudulently obtaining more than $5 million in COVID relief loans for three shell companies, that according to the Associated Press. And the AP says that top insurance companies and associations say California is risking a crisis in the nation's automobile insurance market by refusing to approve any rate increases for more than two years. And over 1,000 food and beverage workers at the San Francisco International Airport are now officially on strike over a lack of raises, SFIST reports. And a San Francisco firefighter who wore a T-shirt with a conservative catchphrase, Let's Go Brandon, while on duty, violated department policy. That according to the Los Angeles Times. Birthdays today include film legend Bridget Bardot at 88, Writer, director, actor John Sayles, you might remember his first film, Return of the Secaucus 7. John Sayles is 72 today. TV personality and singer Moon Zappa turns 55, and musician St. Vincent is now 40. Well, now let's return to the Wednesday Morning Show with your legendary orchestra conductor, Lynn Heights. (laughs) 